0: This machine kills fascists. America. America. Oh. America. Okay. Fuck you. you. know, you don't know where I was going with that. I mean, I had a sense of where you're going with that. I just had, I just enjoyed a lot of Trey Parker and Matt Stone. Content. Yeah, you were watching ba- well, basketball. Waterboy basketball double feature. Man, holler. <laughs> That's it's pretty good. Those movies <laughs> That's have a hell of a double feature. Actually, <laughs> it actually really makes sense as a double feature. Those yeah. movies have aged well and not aged well, but they're both very funny. So. Sure, they're they're you know of their times. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Sports movies were big in the nineties. Yeah, I mean those and those. I guess they were pretty similar. Period too. Late nineties. Yeah, because those guys made basketball, like, as soon as South Park came out. Like, blew up, right? Yeah. Right. And they were like, okay, no more movies for a little while, and we'll come back to you guys. What did they, what was the reason that they, what were they at the Oscars for when they were on acid in the J-Lo dress? Uh, that was probably, the South Park movie got. Was, was that nominated uh, the, for uh, best? That song did. Oh, the song. Yeah, because, sure. like, Robin Williams sang it, playing Canada, or maybe it was the other one, Uncle Fucker. Or whatever. Fuck your fucking face. I remember sneaking into that movie and it's all about the kids sneaking into the movie. It was was pretty magical. I remember my mom having like a heroic moment of bringing that movie home to watch and putting it in for five minutes and being like, okay, we're not watching this. Yeah. That's what happened with me and my mom in Clerks. We got like 20 minutes into it. She's like, what the hell are we watching? Sure. Sure. It was at the library, mom. It's literature. It's literature. <laughs> it was at all sorts of award shows. Fuck yeah. Shouts to our moms. What's up, mom? Happy Impeachment Day, everybody. We're back. Welcome back to Hot Little Takes with Mike and Christian on the eve of St. Impeachment Day. <laughs> of the Trumpet the administration. Of the Trumpet Ministries are coming to a symbolic break. They're coming to a symbolic standstill. <laughs> that is going to mean fucking nothing. Win for the Dems. Sure, way to own him. Let Dems him. won. <laughs> Game over. You know, I looked up impeachments because I always was like Nixon got impeached right, but he actually—I forget that he quit before he could get. So it's Clinton, and then Andrew Johnson was the other one. Yeah, well, why did he get impeached? Some scandal. What kind of scandal? I didn't read much into it. I was should make a movie about that. The Andrew no, the Warren G Harding one's the one I know. The teapot dome shit sure. that was like some gnarly. Sure. People should learn. People should really learn more about the Gilded Age. You know, <laughs> I fucking we're agree. we're coming up on the twenties. You need to get you know? to season four of Downton Abbey when <laughs> Paul Giamatti, who plays Cora's brother, comes uh, to Downton because okay. he was tied up in the Teapot Dome scandal. See, that gets me reinvested. Robert has to go to right. America. Robert has to go to America to testify on his behalf. Okay. Okay. Because right now it's just fucking amazing. Of, stuff. Right now it's just a lot of. Batesy in jail shenanigans and people, and them getting married. You stopped at the top of season three. Yeah, I need It's to such an unbelievable period of time for you to stop watching that show. Well, there's been a lot of other things to watch. Season three is probably as good as it gets. I was also playing, uh... Fans of Doubt Nabby are clutching their pearls, being like, don't tell Mike what happens. Don't you dare. <laughs> Dude, sh- don't sh- you fucking how dare. D- how dare you. That's what you're going to say at the television when d- you watch episode five. I think. I've seen Downton at least three or four times. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I, I, I fucking ride hard for Downton. All right, all right. I'll keep going. I'll keep going. <laughs> you gotta keep going. You told me it starts getting shitty after season two. <sighs> no, no, but, no, no, know, no, 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 no. Those things ride the... Season three is really good. Ups Season four obviously has a... Uh, it, it drives down a different road. Shouts to Downton fans. How? Huh? Because there's driving in it. Yep. And then season season five is pretty good. Season six, I did not really fuck with. And we can talk about that when you get there. Okay. Alright. But this show's been over for years. What do we... So we got a, we got a bunch of sh- we got a bunch of stuff. We have a less concrete plan for this episode than, t- than usual. We usually talk it out before we start today. We're just kinda, diving in. I kind of like the free form. We did that last week. we got a couple good free I like form it. ones. We were... I think our primary uh, hashtag topic would be... uh, We're gonna get into the Emmys and SAG stuff. We're gonna talk about the Emmys, we can talk a little bit, we can talk some Mrs. Maisel. Yeah, Mrs. Uh, Maisel is the big thing that came out. But the big thing that happened in our lives is that since the last time we recorded this, they released the the official trailer to the new Pope. And dates. And and dates, and it's coming fucking soon. It's coming soon. I don't... (laughs) The new young pope. I don't know how to accurately articulate. Should we, like what this means to us? Yeah, because okay. this isn't the same when we start. So when we started this podcast, we talked about Big Little Lies, mm-hmm. which is what followed our our digesting our basement, of the young pope. dwelling viewing. <laughs> do you want Do you want to sum this up for everybody? Yeah, who maybe, well, who maybe hasn't heard the story? Well, it's like a story within a story. You know? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, we were both living uh, in my parents' basement at one point. That's when we watched Big Little Lies, but we also did watch The Young Pope. Yes, and we're obsessed. And we're Why, watched, watched is like not religiously. Enough. Yeah, we were like, no, we're gonna wait till we're both together and sit down and watch also... this in the same room. And <laughs> to add detail to the picture, this was also. <clears throat> Right after Trump had gotten elected, yes, that's right. <laughs> in the middle of our viewing. about a thousand days ago, <laughs> yeah, it's been, about a, it's been about, about a thousand. days since we met Lenny Bellardo since they in turned Vatican the City. The simulation off <laughs> or on? I don't know. You know, the young pope is was a good. I mean, that is the simulation being turned off. Yeah, like we, the the content what, of that. That's drama. what we need. We need some good Catholic insanity, full out should we uh, fire and brimstone should we should I pause this and should we rewatch the trailer so we can talk specifics yeah why don't we all do that right now everyone take a little quick break let's watch the. there's a couple of them there's, a, there's a teaser and an official yeah there's one that if you only watch one you might get misled because yeah sure so let, let's honestly we're gonna do that right now yeah that's a great idea Alright, I hope everyone had a good fucking time watching that because I know we did. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I uh, <laughs> In spirito santo. Okay. Domingo So the Spirito Santo. <laughs> you MUST You MUST So the Young Pope was a show about <laughs> a young, uh, pope young Pope named Lenny Bellardo from New York City. Oh played by God. Jude Law. It's fantastic. Should watch it. Even it if, is it is an ecstatic acid trip in Vatican it's City. It's beautiful. Music's amazing. Characters are great. And the great. the shift in the tone of that first series is like like you've, something you've never seen in your life. Yeah, it's like horrifying and at moments very funny and sweet. And sweet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and like so funny, yeah. madcap funny. Yeah. But is so serious. It's. It utilizes it, it with... utilizes Catholic imagery to its fullest extent. Absolutely, which is a very unique aesthetic. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, good. Well uh, said. A, sc- a the... cultivated aesthetic. Yeah, and the, it's on a scale that is like pretty much unrivaled by anything I've ever seen. I mean, the 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 model of the Vatican that they shoot that thing in is like. I mean, pretty outstanding. Well, it's an international production with like three different studios. Yeah, with whatever the British, three different countries. Yeah, the British, Italian, Canadian, American. Yeah, like just a big. It shows what can happen if we really all work together. Yeah, it's like the (laughs) it's like it's like the UN, the United Nations of television masterpieces. Yeah, Paolo Sorrentino. And you don't have to be Catholic to watch it. Absolutely not. Yeah, but let's okay. So for anyone who has seen the show and is in on the show and they've watched this trailer, shit. Because obviously, okay, the series called the series is called The New Pope because yeah. Lenny is presumed dead. They didn't. They changed the name of the show to the New Pope instead of the Young Pope. And the New Pope is is one <laughs> is John, he our guy John Malkovich. He's not not my guy. John Malkovich. Well, that's pretty good. John Malkovich. It's like. Right amount of harshness, but not the right amount of softness. He's he enunciates. <laughs> he you know, doesn't have gravel in his throat, though. He really you know is. The guy. He glides. Yeah. The voice glides. That's I used me. to glide. <laughs> <laughs> um, and now I snowboard. Someone in this trailer is there's snowboarding. There's snowboarding. There's crowd surfing, Jesus style. There is, and the show is prone to all sorts hallucinogenic of hallucinogenic kind of daydream scenarios. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's a you can't tr- you can't exactly trust the images that we've seen. And for the sake of the show, you don't really know whether or not God exists. You know, there's a weird element of like. I mean, is, there, is he talking to God or is he crazy? Well, part of the first season is that he is te- he's technically a saint, right? He performs what appear to be three miracles. Yeah. One of, you must. One of which is killing, killing a fucking nun. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> killing, killing some Mother Teresa bitch. Whew. She had it coming. Wow, we 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 might need to do a Young Pope season one revisited before this. So this is coming in like a month. Yeah, which is the big surprise because we talk were, about clutching my fucking pearls. Yeah, I'm we were about this, the show is about to get canceled. Because we we didn't have much to talk about, yeah, yeah. On, that you know wasn't gonna be over in a week, like you know Miss Maisel. I'd love to talk about Miss Maisel for hours, but you know this is the this is one of the things that we've talked about about how that show, or not that show, but it shows that, that format that, that format of dumping the whole thing kind of loses a, a discussion momentum because I haven't I you finished it I still haven't finished it. One thing it does do is dominate for like when it comes out, like every year Stranger Things comes out and you. Whether or not you want to watch it, you know that it's coming out because everyone's talking about sure, it. Sure, but then like that lasts for the weekend, and then it kind of moves away. Yeah, it's not it's not like the Mandalorian is on a streaming service that not everyone has, and like I'd still buy a marvelous Mrs. Maisel T-shirt. What would you want on it, Abe? Um, <laughs> uh, I don't know. No, I guess I just want a Lenny Bruce t-shirt. Yeah, Abe, <laughs> Abe defending Lenny Bruce and them both getting arrested. And this is, I'm not as deep into the show, obviously, but that was a pretty standout scene oh, in those man. first two episodes. Okay, do we, do we have anything else we want to say about the young guy? Uh, Jesus New Christ, Pope. I mean, I can go for hours. Yeah. I mean, things that we see in there, there's there's some crazy paintings on the wall. I mean, in the, the it's just, so the in the Im- trailer. The, the imagery in this thing and the cinematography, cinematography yeah, it's outstanding. really really match the kind of austerity that churches have. Exactly. Like those high... And those Renaissance paintings of the, yeah, of the period. It's so um Yeah, it's like those those things that are like accidental Renaissance paintings. Yeah. Know, right. Like like James Harden pass, in the stands. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> some kids passed out on the sidewalk right, or right, whatever. Right. Like And there's, and it's hard to forget the, because also, so when that show played the first time, we watched every episode twice. We would sometimes immediately rewatch it after watching it. Well, or sometimes we'd be like, fuck, the other one's not going to be on for a couple hours, let's just watch the one from last week. (laughs) Like, we need it right now. And the first, I'm pretty sure that the first image that you get of, because that opening sequence is it's the baby crawling through bones if i'm not mistaken or like the baby crawling over skulls yeah and then and i there's think there's like a pile of babies and then the first image i think of Jude Law is him with that like baby crying face yeah oh and and what he's got a lot of interest like it's a very interesting character man oh my god cuz you watch that and you don't know whether you love him or you hate him and you learn more about his backstory and it just it, it the other characters i don't know the whole thing. Uh, yeah, Boyello it's is a, one of the his um, it's the Vatican Secretary of State, I believe, is what that guy's position is. Yeah. He's an Italian actor who's like never done any English speaking anything and he is on another fucking of like existence a great, as an actor. He's like a great rival, you know. In the in the in the first half of this yeah, series. And, and then, then in the back and, end things kinda him yeah. and Diane Keaton have their little thing. Yeah, oh my god. <laughs> Cause the show in the second at the, the back end of the first season. Takes this like crazy turn into this really tender place, yeah, <laughs> and away from like the kind of I mean truly fire and brimstone nihilistic well, he, edge that he, it he has ha- in the. He has a very great arc. I guess the brimstone in, nihilistic in that season of going from you know without spoiling too much. Like when you first meet him, he's a very conservative Pope. And people are like... He's a brutally conservative He's like, I want to go back to old school ways that, you know, the church has become more liberal over the years, (laughs) and I am not cool with that. But it conflicts with the dreams that he has. Yeah. (laughs) And then... Watch watch the fucking show. We'll, We'll have to just, I think, do a revisit it. Yeah. So we can talk about it. In That's full. something to look forward to that we will both definitely watch. And him pitted against Malkovich, who seems to also be a morally ambiguous presence in the in the yeah. Vatican. Well nobody in that thing is really as squeaky. Yeah, yeah, the whole thing is like these priests it's lots of nuns and priests and who are very flawed and do yeah. things that they are not supposed to do. Yeah. But get away with it or, <laughs> yeah. or don't. Yeah, our guy who's been popping up in so many things—I can't remember that actor's name—but he plays Lenny's old friend from the orphanage, the cigarette-smoking bisexual redheaded car doll. Oh yeah, the yeah. States. Just a fucking great character. Yeah, gets, there's a gets tied up in the fucking like Colombian cartel. <laughs> There's one of the Italian priests who's just uh, like the sweetest little guy ever, but and he's, the he, brutal but he's alcoholic. a brutal alcoholic. Yeah, and it's just tragic. Like. Incredible scene where there, he's skyping with Lenny, and Lenny makes him pan his computer around the room, and there's just like bottles and his like underwear <laughs> everywhere. Like he's just like gone up the fucking handle. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> Such a good show. But whatever season two and has it, to offer, and, I'm and wide And any open. controversialist issue that you think like, you know, can revolve around the church or church at all, like it touches on. You if know, you, they talk about sexuality, they talk about mm-hmm. abortion, they talk about all of these issues and how they re- stand on them politically, and that's and like, they and they talk about faith. I mean, it's a fascinating, yeah, meditation on. Being alive, it's and, so and good, a, and a character, a character piece. Oh uh, yeah, Which I is... mean Jude Law's performance in that show is, I mean, fucking, it's, it's something else. If you like kangaroos, it's a great show. Oh my god, jump! I forgot about that. God, I yeah, we probably should go rewatch the first <laughs> season. God damn, it's so crazy. <laughs> Fucking kangaroos, man! Uh, it's so surreal. It's, it's like it's like Alice in Wonderland. Acid, like you said, it's an acid trip of the show. Yeah, and the, okay, <laughs> fuck. We yeah, we just got it. One okay. Before we get off this topic, the one other thing that I was thinking. There, oh, there's um, there's a movie that's out on Netflix right now called The Two Popes. Right. So I was gonna bring uh, this up as well. Okay, what the fucking fuck is that? It's about the handing. It's about um. It's a real thing. Yeah. And it's Anthony Hopkins and Jonathan Price. It's okay. I mean, it's people. Oh, people seem to really like it. There's this one of those things. It's where... like a buddy comedy. Okay. I'd check it out. <laughs> oh, I, do, fuck I yeah. like both those actors. I mean. Shit, yeah. And I uh, have a close relationship to the Vatican after watching The Young Post. Yeah, oh so. we're going to be talking a lot about Post. Fuck yeah. <laughs> okay. Fuck yeah. Hot Little Pokes with Mike and Christian. <laughs> 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 couple of hot little popes. couple of hot little popes. After we we did, after we saw the first season of The the Young Pope, Christian and I both dressed like popes for a Halloween party. Yeah. And a friend of ours who heard we were going to be doing that showed up also dressed as a pope. <laughs> but he was like, he like painted his face red and he was an evil pope. Yeah, he was like the devil pope or something. Yeah, I had a giant green scarf that I owned, so I was like, right. being Irish Pope. Uh, well, and okay, and here's another, here's a, <laughs> another little detail to throw in there. The big thing about our costumes that we were both disappointed in is that we couldn't find red slippers in time, so we were decidedly not Jude Law. Yes. Even though we both, like, wore, because... we both wore Ray-Bans and chain smoked all night, so yeah, we were trying yeah, to we really just trying. kept going, you must! <laughs> <laughs> but, flashback to us, this was, this must, this is when we were shooting the Now Show, I think, in May or June, and, There was no, it wasn't a teaser trailer, but someone had, like, leaked footage of them shooting the new Pope, Uh, and you could see Malkovich, like, waiting between takes, and we were like, that motherfucker has the red slippers on. Yeah. Which, as is explained in season one, only the fucking crazy evil Popes pick the red slippers, Uh because you're given a choice. And Jude Law, after hearing that, was like, well, I'm gonna get some red slippers, (laughs) then. Um... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and they're dope looking. Why don't you hook you up with the red ones? Yeah. He is constantly dope looking. I'm a fan of red shoes, anyway. The scene of him getting, when he puts on, he puts on that, like, that iron crown thing. Remember yeah, that? it looks like a football, like, made of jewels. Yeah, but it's <laughs> it's like the size of the fucking yeah. Super Bowl trophy. Uh, yeah, it looks like it weighs a ton, and he wears these giant Henry VIII Eighth. Robes and stuff. Jesus like, Christ! He was really hamming it up, and all the other priests and stuff were like, "Is this guy for real?" And he's like, "I very much am for real, gentlemen." <laughs> so good. Also, when we were watching it, we st- <laughs> we were going, we were in rehearsal for a production of The Crucible, where oh, yeah. where we, Mike and I played the t- <laughs> I Forgot about. That. <laughs> We played the reverends. we played Hale and uh and uh what's his fucking name? Uh the other Paris. Paris Re- yeah, Hale and Paris. I'm Christian was good cop and I was bad cop. But we like left the first read and we were like, were you doing Young Pope the whole time? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. We're both do- we're both gonna do that. <laughs> Reverend We were just like filtering different like the yin-yang of of, yes, of, the, of, of one guy's performance. Lovable Lenny or horrible Lenny. <laughs> 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 my god it's gonna bring so much joy back into my life Ah, oh, man i'm excited <laughs> i'm so excited so one thing we can use i think to segue out of that because we because we mentioned this while we were watching it just that the show operates on a completely fucking different level than most other tv shows and that's sure. exactly what we texted about when i finally started getting into mrs maisel and like I mean this must have been 20 minutes into the first episode where you realize it but the show just is doing a different thing yeah I've, I've been saying it's like dancing around other shows and making them look lazy because seriously it is just firing on every cylinder like it's and not to mention they, this is the second season they put out this year They can take a scene that on you could read on paper and be like great we're gonna do that in 10 shots over the shoulders back and forth. And they go, no, we're going to just spend all day orchestrating this long sequence. The camera's going to move, the actors are going to move, there's going to be a lot of intricate blocking while the banter's happening. There's going to be things happening in the background and the foreground, but we're not going to draw your attention to any of it, and you're going to be completely focused on what you're supposed to be focusing on. Yeah. And it's just like, just super impressive. And it's not like something that is impossible for anyone to do. You know, no, and well, and it's just and it's also not practical like, shit. It's also not flashy to the end of being distracting because it seems like what it really does, like with theater, locks the people into it. They have to get on the train and fucking go. Because yeah. all the performances are so lived in and yeah. so immediate and real. And even despite how like over the top, so much of the show is. And the way that it keeps one foot planted on the ground and just fucking pirouettes around endlessly is yeah. insane. Yeah. And w- one thing, we were talking about how the creator, I guess, is a dancer, and the cinematographers, you know, just go crazy with that. There's a big sequence yeah. in this season of uh, uh, Synchronized Swimmers opening up an episode. Okay. I haven't <laughs> seen that one <laughs> That's yet. a good... There's, like, all <laughs> sorts of good shit like that. Right. And Where they just make it so energetic and yeah uh, i don't know the 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 plot this season is she's on the road a lot right she's uh, shy baldwin shy baldwin i just want to rave about it i guess uh, yeah that's right know. it's kind of hard cuz i'm like okay i i trust the plot wherever it's going it's such a hard it's su- it's like a fucking impenetrable thing like if you're giving like nba player comps to TV shows because we said it's like on a different level it's like like MVP or like oh, like 2011 LeBron it's just like <laughs> I don't know what I'm yeah. supposed to do with that yeah I know we're gonna talk about the Emmys and I haven't looked at any of that stuff yet you have right. but I, s- oh, I can only assume Miss Maisel gonna win a lot again because it has been I actually can't remember and... if any of that stuff is nominated and it should well I guess this season will probably count toward next year I don't know one thing that's super impressive about this show is that it, we did our first half of the year favorites. This was my, like, number this is one. This was your number one. And that was the last season that came out in <laughs> January. So this show pumped out two seasons in the same year. I don't even know how that that's shit works the... for award shows and stuff like no, that. No, I don't know either. I mean, that alone is amazing. And the fact that it's so good. Yeah. You just, you just said how it makes other show's, look lazy. Oh, I know the take that I wanted to... That I, I, been I, I, yeah, I told you that this show, I imagine it'll go for like six or seven seasons, and oh. it'll kind of be the like, yin to Mad Men's yang a little bit. Oh, that's right! This was your great like, take! Because yeah. it's like, down the street, and Mad Men is so about masculine Yes, su- you know, whereas right. this show is... Ladder of success. Yeah. Yeah, it's, Whoa! You know, it's like her being... Oh, I guess Lucille Ball's like the closest... She's the comp. comparison. Yeah. Right. You know. But this show's gonna the show's really going places. Oh, I know. Well and it really it set itself up to have plenty of avenues. So one thing that this season has that I figured you would be very excited about is, uh-huh. is a lot is a whole plot line. About the playwright August Strindberg. So I caught the first. I caught the first th- throw of the name, and I was like, "What are we going to be doing with this?" So you know who it's in relation to? To Jane Lynch's character. Yeah. Because oh, because she wants to play Mrs. Julie so, or Miss yeah, Julie. I can't believe I said. Yeah, that. Jane Lynch, who's who's this rich woman, kind of your primary antagonist, who, I guess. Yeah, and she plays this character on stage that's like a buffoon. And oh, that's what you—that's oh, cl- right. You know, she's—that's like a whole thing. Is right, like it's in like in her disguise. Larry the Cable Guy. Right, exactly. We were just talking blue collar comedy tour earlier. Yeah, and how Ron White's the only guy who is not in character. Probably. Dude, totally. <laughs> Netflix, where's my new Ron White special? Come on Ron White. <laughs> 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 anyway, shuts <laughs> um, Ron White. Yeah, she wants to play Miss Julie, uh, and so. And she, want, and she wants to do it on the Broadway? Yeah, and Susie is her manager. That's, oh, that's right, that's right. tasked with getting that done. See, I fucking, I started pretty strong watching those first two or three, and then I've been really hung up trying to get, I'm trying to get to 40 new movies on the 2019 movies for the year. Man, so i been cramming a lot but, of stuff. Man, how, how many more movies do you have? I need to hit like, su- well, I'm actually at 35 right now, but I have, Nine things that are either streaming or coming to theaters soon that I'm like I'm fi- I'm gonna watch all of these over the next twelve days. Okay, I'll see you come. Still, you should <laughs> watch the rest of Miss Maisel. There's only like five left. I will. Left. I will. I will. I would like to maybe attach some movie talk at the end of this because there is cool stuff coming, and cool stuff that came out this year that I've that Hulu has been putting great shit on, picking up a lot of pieces I missed along the way. Sure. Good stuff. It was a good movie. here. What else we got about Miss Maisel? I don't know, Mrs. Maisel. I think you should watch the rest of it, and then we can kind of get into the plot a little more, because we've ranted and raved about it, and I could go on and on. Yeah, about and, it, it, and and right, it. and it's like just, it's we, just about calling out specifics of greatness. I, I think There's we, nothing. We can to... come back to it once you finish. All it, right. Yeah. We'll, well. Yeah. We should do that, because I think that I'm pro- I'm I can't be alone. There's other people that haven't watched us either. Sure, it it's it's out. the weird, but it's but if the fucking thing came out week to week, we would all be not more. Not attached. everybody has as much downtime as I have. <laughs> <laughs> we can, maybe we can also put some of uh, Mike's video game quarter at the end of this. Yeah, I just <laughs> I just beat La Noir, a ten year old game on the Xbox three hundred and sixty. So funny you say that, because when I go home to my mother's house for Christmas next week, I'm going to be playing a lot of SNES, nice. which is what I also played when I was ten. Nice. You can play some. Donkey Kong Country, bro. I might play Donkey. You know the two the two games that I play a lot when I'm home, and this is going to sound wrestling really dorky to you. Not wrestling I, and basketball. The wrestling game I have isn't very fun. I play a lot of SimCity two thousand. Nice. It's, Look at you, you little city planner. It's incredible game. It's an incredible <laughs> game. And then I play a lot of this uh, baseball game called Baseball Simulator two thousand. Nice. That is like fake teams, fake stats. It's like (laughs) it's a huge inspiration. Mike and I have this uh, secret uh, series idea that revolves around baseball, baseball. and I think that that video game is a big part of my joy of our idea. We played a lot of the uh, backyard baseball games. Sure. Where? Sure. I I never played. I believe believe, believe Pedro, the little guy, Uh best player, best player, secret secret (laughs) MVP. Just like just like Benny and Sandlot. Yeah. Just yeah exactly exactly like that only he was really tiny sure you knew benny was an athlete for yeah sure and a cartoon <laughs> well so why don't we go through our your emmy list okay you, let's take cause it because i know you got opinions you are I, going to have I, opinions and i'm glad to just kind of take the ticket and Okay, Take the ride. we can I, we can do a we can do we can have a pretty big discussion about awards season because it's rolling around and we're gonna have to make <laughs> <on this. laughs> <laughs> 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 Woo! Oh hot little takes, hot little popes. My my brother, what's up, PJ? Was saying he thinks it's funny how excited you get about the awards and how I'm always grumbling about it. And I was like, yeah, that's funny. There's, you know, I, there's contradiction there. They're they're hilarious. They are flawed, but they still somehow matter, even though we've all decided that it's like. They're not great. Okay. But it still, like, matters. It's one. Of, it's so strange to me. Do you think that at the end of the decade we'll still have a best actor slash actress split categories? At the end of the 20s? Mm-hmm. Ooh. Good question. Everyone out there, ha- why don't you uh, write us your answers at uh, Hot Little Takes... Uh... Oh, shit, we don't have anything. We don't have anything. I'm wondering if maybe this is our move for the 2020s, is that we... Started Twitter and a thing for this podcast. Yeah, and get and we will single handedly get the, all of the award shows to stop segregating men from women as if this is a fucking sporting event because art is subjective, and there's no reason to do that in the first place. All right, reactions to our takes coming right after this. Yeah, now a word from our sponsor. <laughs> You have headphones on and I have a hat that covers my. now, now you have a hat on. <laughs> Look at all your different colored hats. Look at all your different colored hats. Alright, I think th- I think that we can do this. So it's Emmy time, baby. We're gonna make our picks. Yeah. We we just worked out a game plan for the second half of the episode. We decided SAG doesn't matter. SAG doesn't matter. We're gonna go through all of the all the Emmy categories have whatever discussion we think we need to have. Make our picks. You wanted to give a shout out to the LA Times because that's who you're reading. Yeah, shout out to the LA Times. We're using okay. we're using their complete list. So, if but anytime wrong, but any cuz I've i I've looked at these, Mike has not looked at these. I am fresh as a daisy. And if he feels that there's any anything that needs to be investigated in the SAG Award nominations, we'll check those cuz I have that list pulled up from yes. Variety. Yes. And I am <laughs> shouts to the source. Yeah, thank you Variety for the SAG Award list i am absolutely titillated to be able to witness these awards yeah the so, ul- the ultimate test of talent <laughs> of, of creative of creativity of of endurance yeah so, say my- fighting a bear for example so if it <laughs> long time listeners will know that I find the award season fascinating, and Mike thinks that it's just dumb. <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny. But that yin-yang of opinion <laughs> is what makes them fascinating to me. Yeah. Is, so that I, gonna... is that I'm like, these matter, but it's like, they don't. And people yes. are like, I think they're dumb. I can pretend to care just like any other sports game. Sure. You but, know, and, no Broncos. And we can talk about the Hollywood Forum Press maybe after we go through all these or along the way, but obviously... You told me a couple of uh, of absentee players that were mad about Shala. There are some fucking Ali, snubs in here. We'll get to them. And, we'll get and to them. Jeremy. We'll get to them. Irons. We'll get to them. We'll get to them. Okay. okay. All right. Okay. So let, all right, let's 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 fucking dive in. All right. I'm about to dive in. And I'm, I'm gonna write stuff down. So the first thing that we got up here is right up our alley: comedy series. The nominees are Barry, Fleabag. The Good Place, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, season two, presumably, Russian Doll, Schitt's Creek, and Veep. It's a lot of nominees. Seven seems like an excessive amount. but That is a lot. That is a lot. And we, I've to watched... Float right to the top for me. The only thing that I didn't watch was The Good Place. I like The Good Place a lot. You've, seen the, go- you've yeah. seen the Good Place? As a philosophy major, it's one thing that I can get into. Even though they really don't get into good stuff. It's just moral philosophy. So, but I think that all of... Or five of the other nominees in this category were part of our top five lists, or our or our top list, if not honorable mentions in that list. Yeah. Well, we do have excellent taste. <laughs> we have similar taste to the Hollywood Foreign yeah. Press. Berry, yeah. Barry, yeah, Barry Fleabag and Mrs. Maisel were all on our. I think I think that Veep and Russian Veep Doll on... were were honorable honorable mentions. Yeah, Russian Doll was not one of my favorites, but it was good. It wasn't one of my favorites, but it was it was a cool. I love me some Natasha. I'm glad that that show happened. Natasha Leone. yeah yeah, and Fleabag and Marvelous Mrs. Maisel were our respective number ones yeah they're fantastic Barry was on my list Veep is one of my favorites what's your pick though what what wins okay so to me it comes down to Fleabag and Mrs. Maisel I agree so those were our number ones so should we stick with our guns I'm gonna probably just go with Maisel and I think I'm going with Fleabag okay I mean and also fuck yeah yeah Go ladies. Go ladies. Women can be funny. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care what any women can do unfunny anything. woman tries to convince me otherwise. Okay. <laughs> All right. So drama series is a little shakier. Okay. The nominees are Better Call Saul, Bodyguard, Game of Thrones, <laughs> Killing Eve, Ozark, Pose, Succession, and This Is Us. Well. I didn't watch most of those. I didn't either, and I hear good things about a lot of them. A couple that I've never heard of before, a couple that I've heard, I, I mean, overwhelmingly bad things about. I do know that I, I do know that I am doing a disservice to Better Call Saul by not being up with it. Yeah, me too. That was my first thought. Bodyguard, I probably should have watched. You know, that was like the biggest show in England. Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones, shit the bed. And it's amazing, you know, this is why... I can't I believe people are giving this them this This is the respect. kind of thing I don't like about award shows. Is It's really not about the best. It's about who's got the biggest marketing team. Right. You know, they're campaigning hard for this stuff. Right. And, I don't know. People do not like Game of Thrones the way it ended. People are not happy about it. It's not going to well, go... Well, the last season was just like a... Yeah, they, right. These guys can blame toxic fan bases, but it's not the same as like angry Star Wars boys who hated, you know, some... People are not loving that yeah, right wow. now. People are not loving that. Killing Eve season one is incredible, and I feel bad that I haven't watched season two. I do know that Phoebe Waller-Bridge did not write season two, so I was decidedly less interested in it, but... Well, she was doing her own thing. Jody, Jody Comer, Cromer, and Sandro give two fucking dazzling performances and that shit. They're so. Is that great. on Hulu? It. I can't remember what it's on. I don't know. God damn it! It's, it's, so, good. it's so good. It's so good. You need to watch season one. Man, it's. We incredible. didn't really talk streaming wars today, but that's okay. I got. I got thoughts. We can. Add, we can take that on the end. Ozark. I watched the first episode of the first season. and I just never went back. I know Jason Bateman won best director or something. Or. That's right, he did in the go, the other one. Yeah. What was the other one? The Golden last Globes. Episodes. Oh, I don't know. They're different. Ah. Uh, Wait. The last the last ones we were talk. I don't remember. Oh man, we've been reading the Emmy nominations, and what we were supposed to be reading were the Golden Globe nominations. What? <laughs> <laughs> What's the difference? <laughs> They're completely different awards, and the Emmys already happened. <laughs> I was like, these sound familiar. Oh, I'm keeping that in that we just fucked that up completely. Well, what are the Golden Gloves? Are they for TV? Oh shit! Yeah, they are for TV. Okay, well then I'll just update this a little. Let's see. We're gonna get rid of that. Gonna get rid of that. Wow. Emmy's out. Emmy, you're out, baby. GG, you are in. Okay. Like, GG Allen, we are shitting all over ourselves. All right. Here we go, That's man. That's a little GG Allen <laughs> reference. Here's okay, so here we go. <laughs> that was a colossal fuck up. No, I love it. We're live, baby. We're live. Alright, so here we go. The nominations for best television series, musical, or comedy. This pen's dying. Wow. <laughs> Just fucking <laughs> imploding. Keeping it all in. Keeping it all in. Getting yeah. pens? Uh I think I there's a pen. All right, let's see if it works. All right, you said comedy series, huh? Yes, best television series. Shit, I keep kicking the fucking mic. We're losing it right now. Musical or comedy? The Musical nomi- or comedy, okay. Th- the nominees are Barry, okay. Fleabag, okay. The Kaminsky Method. Which I heard was good. It's by your guy, your marriage story guy. No. No? Different thing? Who am I thinking of? I have no idea. Old Guys? Is it Old Guys? It's Old Guys, yeah. Oh. You know who who tells me to watch this show? Old Guys. Okay. I think my mother liked it. The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Mm Mm-hmm. Shocking. And and The Politician, which I did watch episode one of, and that I did not go back to. Not because it was bad, but because it, you know. This pen has some schmutz on it. So we've already kind of stuck our picks on this one. These are different nominees, but we... Are we gonna stick with that? Yeah, Fleabag and Mrs. Maisel. Come okay. on. Well, then I crossed all that stuff out really for nothing. I could have just kept some of that. I should have figured, I suppose. Sure. So the next award here, and this is. Okay, this is gonna be kind of funny. Best Television, Limited Series, or Motion Picture Made for Television. The nominees are Chernobyl, which we both okay, didn't so many watch. Series. Yeah. I heard good things about Chernobyl. I, I know. And Lane Price, my guy. It kept a lot of people from canceling their HBO subscriptions after Game of Thrones. I'll tell you what kept people from canceling their fucking HBO subscription, but that's for another category. Fosse Verdon, Really wanted to watch this. if have not seen it. Heard good things. Heard, heard good great things, things. Heard good things. This one is called The Loudest Voice, which I believe is Russell Crowe <coughs> playing Roger Ailes from Fox News. <coughs> Haven't seen it. Um, this one's called Unbelievable, which is the Tony Collette detective thing. I haven't watched it, heard it was great. Uh, the last nominee is Catch-22, which I also heard was fucking great. I haven't watched any of those. I didn't watch any of those. <clears throat> so I'm gonna go zeros. i zero. I'm gonna go with, Tri- but no, our pick is Chernobyl, I think. Yeah, I think we'll both say Chernobyl. The, uh, what I would say is the egregious snub here is True Detective season three. Well, True Detective, I don't know if that would count as a limited series, because otherwise it wouldn't be season three. Let's see if it pops up in drama series. That's not what I consider like a good a miniseries is not have another season. You okay. know what I mean? I'll skip, I'll skip the uh, Best Performance by an Actress in a Limited Series, since we didn't see any of them. As and we'll well. Look, we're going to assume it's our guy from Chernobyl, I'm sure. sure. Lane Price. Sure. Okay, here we go. This, this one we can fuck with. Best Performance by an Actress in a Television Series Drama. The nominees are Olivia Colman for The Crown. Didn't see it, her good things. Liked her in, uh... Liked her in The Favorite. Liked her in The Favorite. And in Fleabag. And in Fleabag. She's, I mean, she's one of the best, she's one of the highest actresses in the world. She's got a hell of a range. Fuck yeah. Jodie Comer, Killing Eve, Villanelle, one of the best characters of all time. She's great. Nicole Kidman and Reese Witherspoon are both nominated, but they're nominated for different shows. Is one of them Big Little Lies? That's when Nicole Kidman is nominated for. Reese, nominated for? I don't know. I don't know. You're pointing at me. The Morning Show. As is Jennifer Aniston for The Morning Show. Yikes. See? This is what I'm saying, ladies and gentlemen. That thing came out like a month ago. And doesn't... And, people and I ain't heard shit about it. No. Uh, huh, huh, hmm. Curious, right? Huh. And how the wheels spin. <laughs> What's your pick? I mean, I've only seen one of these performances. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with... Uh, Celeste? Wait. Celeste right? Letting Celeste, your kids back no, in court? No, I'm, I'm going to assume Olivia Coleman if we're going for guests. Obviously. Okay, great. Great, okay. great, great. That's a good pick. Okay. I agree with that. Me too. Put me down for that. Because she's great. Fuck yeah, dude. She just won a fucking Oscar. All right. It's neither here nor there. Here's a hotly contested category, in my opinion. <laughs> okay. You ready? I'm ready. Fire. Best performance by an actor in a television series drama. Kit Harington for Game of Thrones. <sighs> you know what he, you know what he said all season. He said the same shit all season. If everyone makes fun of it. He would go, uh, they go, you should be the king, and he go, I don't want to do it. And then they go, why do you follow her? And he goes, she's my queen. My really, queen. F- I mean, really funny scene of him being drunk. Kind of a tough beat, drunk acting scene. Yeah. Drunk acting, that's how you. That's how you. That's so where you separate the week from the, the chaff. The week from the chaff. That's right. Rami Malek for Mr. Robot. I haven't watched that show. He's good. That's uh, good show. I'm not caught up. Tobias Menzies for The Crown. Haven't seen it. Billy Porter for Posse, or for for, for Pose. <laughs> let, me, let me cut that. <coughs> Last nominee is Brian Cox for Succession. There's someone who's not in this category, and it needs to be answered. Wait, are there supporting categories? He's not there either. Mm, You're right. What the fuck? What's his name again? Jeremy Strong. Jeremy Strong. One of the best performances I'm. Maybe he'll get best original song. (laughs) (laughs) L to the OG. I I mean I don't know, I don't know, what the fuck, well, man. I mean you I. I we can point out he did not receive. I thought either. Succession wasn't getting any action, so I'm really glad Brian Cox is on there. Sure, and I think that Cox gives a, I mean Logan's great. And I mean he's if, great the If you, in you had to show. point to one of those guys and be like, who's the lead here? You'd be like, well Brian it's, is. Really? I think it's Kendall 100%. Yeah, but the the play's not called King Lear's. Daughter. Kids. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. You fucking show's not called Goneril. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Like, who's the, is Regan or Goneril the older one? I can't remember. I don't, I mean, whatever. Who's your pick? I mean, fuck this category. I'm gonna go with Cox. Alright, cool. I mean, I love the guy. I mean, if I'm making picks, I'm gonna pick Billy Porter because I know that he won the Emmy, which was the awards that we were looking at before. Just, just. In... Wait, what were the other. I'm gonna go with Cox. Okay. I'm gonna go with Cox. All right, and, then, and love me the Cox. This is a good. This is a good category. Best performance by an actress in a television series, musical, or comedy. Christina Applegate for Dead to Me. That was a Netflix show. I've not seen that. Uh, my mom watched it. She said it was good. I think my mom also liked it. Uh, Rachel Brosnahan for The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Kirsten Dunst for Unbecoming a God in Central Florida. The trailer looked really funny, but I never followed it up. I like Kirsten Dunst. I love Kirsten Dunst. Natasha Leone for Russian Doll. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Phoebe Waller Bridge for Fleet Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, I I mean, are we going to split here again on the. I pro- I think we probably are. Yeah. I'm going to go with. Uh, what's her name? Rachel Brosnahan. Brosnahan. And I'm going. You're going to go Bridge? PWB. I think. Okay. I and mean, this really looks like we're running a gambling racket. I love that. This category is best performance by an actor in a television series, musical, or comedy. Ben Platt for The Politician. He seemed like he was having fun in that show. The one episode I saw. Paul Rudd for Living With Yourself, which I forgot. I watched the first episode of that. How movie. was that? I didn't watch the second episode of Okay. Rami Yusuf for Rami, which I, be- I thought was a stand-up special, looking at this guy's face. But maybe he has another show and I don't even know about maybe it. Maybe he sings in it. I'm not seeing a lot of musical action. <laughs> he tells us a joke about LeBron that I remember being kind of funny. Michael Douglas for the show The Kaminsky Method, old guy show, and then I think who who the the only person I can't I mean respect all these other dudes but Bill Hader for Barry has to be the choice here. Yes. Okay. Good. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Here we I'm go. glad we both agree on that. Here we go. We can shoot some. We can shoot some shots here, even though we've only seen one of these shows. <laughs> Best performance by an actress in a supporting role in a series, limited series, or motion picture made for television. Meryl Streep for *Big Little Lies*. No. Em- Emily Watson for *Chernobyl*. Patricia Arquette for *The Act*.
1: Helena oh, Bonham love, Carter. I love
0: Patricia Arquette. I do too. Little Nikki, uh, come on. Oh my god, she's so cute. Helena Bonham Carter for *The Crown*. Tony Collette for *Unbelievable*, where she plays a, a detective. I want to wa- I want to watch the show. I forgot about that one. Um, you know what is also not on this list anywhere? I'm just gonna tell you right now is um, undone is nowhere to be found. Yeah, I kind of figured that. That thing didn't get the. That thing was an esoteric thing. It's kind of shit I like. I think Meryl's gonna win this. It's kind of shit I like. It's kind of shit I need to be like. That's the shit I do like. Put that on my Tinder and be like, hey, if you're into weird shit like this, <laughs> <laughs> See, wanna come watch a Ralph Bakshi movie with me? There we go. We're gonna start this Twitter, and I think your tender's gonna change. I'm picking Meryl. I, uh, really? I don't know. Mm. This is part of the Hollywood Foreign Press thing that it's like they just kind of wanna like they like to be around. Well, the I'm babe. going. I'm gonna pick with my heart, and not with my mind, and go with Arquette. Fuck yeah, dude. She won this last year, I believe, or she won the Emmy for the Escape with Dana Mora. This was miniseries. That was that was best supporting, best supporting. actress in a in a limited series or. Movie made for TV. Best performance. Because I don't consider *Big Little Lies* one of those. Because it, it's second season. You're right. What the fuck is that? Yeah, that's not a mini. Series. Oh, it, it's because they. It's because they condense the, the. Here's why: is because there's. Limited episodes or something. Uh, no, the um, the lead categories like lead actor, or actress are there's a comedy and a drama category, and a limited series category. But for <coughs> supporting people, it's series, limited series or motion picture made for television, so it's all supporting actors Oh, in this one. Okay. Okay, so this cool, is... Cool so, move, Golden Globes. So here's, here's... They were like, we can't make another trophy. We've got more takes on this one. Best performance by an actor in a supporting role in a series, limited series, or motion picture made for television, like we just talked about. Sure. Um, Alan Arkin for The Kavinsky Method. This is the old white guy show. Yep. Kieran Culkin for Succession. Ah, he's getting credit. See, that's where Jeremy Strong is getting shafted. You're right. It's like we don't have a category for that role. Are you fucking kidding me? Well, that's that. I'd, Roman that, is great. That is the category. But it's if like anything. there could be five fucking nominees. Shiv is also not nominated for any awards. But I mean, Jeremy Strong. She's win- not. Jeremy a, Strong would win that. Kieran Culkin probably won't. But fucking Shiv can't be in this other list. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's bullshit. What? Why isn't everyone in succession in every single one of these categories? Yeah, like the supporting also, supporting role by an You and men- Jerry should be you, in there. you haven't mentioned the Deuce once. I mean the Deuce has been fine. I don't think the Deuce has never been nominated for anything, so it's yeah. obviously no precedent to even get it. Not nominated. the kind of stuff that's gonna get it's gonna it's you know, like gonna get its dues down the line. Was the wire winning a lot of Emmys when I, it was I I don't it? think that it did. I don't that's horseshit. It's ridiculous. Yeah. See, okay. this is why I don't like this stuff. I, I, I know, and that's what I'm saying, but, that's, but I, that's why I'm fascinated, is that you're like, what the fuck? We should get some money involved in this, and I think, I think I'll right. probably get it more excited. Alright, All right, best performance by an actor in a sporting role. Oh, I already, I already did this. So, Alan Arkin for The Commencement of the Karen Culkin, Andrew Scott for Fleabag, the hot priest. Okay, hot priest. For hot sure. Priest. The Stellan Skarsgård for Chernobyl, and Henry Winkler for Barry. Hmm. We've seen three of these, and those are all pretty righteous performances. What was the third one again? Third one was Hot Priest. Hot Priest. I'm going to go with Colkin. You think so? <sighs> mm, I mean, I like him the most. I'm going with the ones I like the most. I'm not going with the ones I like the most. I'm going with what I think is going to win, and like, I think... I went with Olivia Colman, but I haven't seen that, but I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with Winkler, even though if I had a vote, I would... Vote for Andrew Scott, I think. I would vote for Andrew Scott too, but that guy's fucking great. I, I think he's too British for them to give him the award. This is the Hollywood Foreign Press, don't forget. Yeah, but if it were the Oscars, he would get it. This we, is the gold. This is the fucking Golden Globes we're talking about. We'll have we'll have a different discussion with that. That's the Oscars kind of at. award that falls off okay, of your so desk. Okay, so now we're so now we're kind of backtracking. I understand how this list is laid out now. This is from the Golden Globes website. Um, Best television series. Shout to, out to GoldenGlobes.com. It's the hfb It's the Hollywood Foreign Press Association. dot (laughs) org. I heard you was a whoa, 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 whoa water boy. (coughs) Best television series drama: The Morning Show. Get the fuck out of my face. Succession, Big Little Lies, The Crown, and Killing Eve. Rough list. Succession is the best. Yeah, I'm gonna go with that anyway. That better fucking win. Game Um, of Thrones is lucky to be nominated. It's not. Oh, good. <laughs> what was the thing you said? Something maybe the crown. That was no, whatever. Anyway, what else you got up your sleeve? Right. Anything cool? I'm gonna skip, comedy. I'm gonna skip best original song. No, let's do that. Okay, okay. Um, beautiful ghosts from Cats. Oh, I mean g- they're doing movies. These are movies too. Yeah, it's movies too. Oh man, I'm gonna have to turn the page in a minute. There we go. Beautiful Ghost from Cats, I'm gonna love me again from Rocket Man, Into the Unknown from Frozen Two, Spirit from The Lion King, and Stand Up from Harriet. I haven't seen any of these movies. Me neither. Want to get? Well, let's guess anyway. You got two Disney movies, an Elton John biopic, an Andrew Lloyd Webber movie, and a story about Harriet Tubman. I'm gonna go Frozen. Mmm. Me too. Me too. Put me down for Frozen. Okay. Two Frozens. Uh, okay. Here we go. Best Motion Picture Foreign Language, The Farewell, a Rob. Pain and Glory, Parasite, and Portrait of a Lady on Fire. I've seen two of these movies. I've heard of one of them. <laughs> uh, pretty much the lock vote for foreign language for all things is gonna be Parasite. Yeah, that's what I was gonna guess. You saw it? Yes, and it's, and it's really good. I want to see it so we can talk about it for our friend and listener, Kyle Urban. Shouts to Kyle. What's up, Kyle? Kyle, new, new father. New father, Kyle. Old father, new father. Yeah, baby. I like to call him Daddy, though. Best motion picture animated. Got Toy Story 4, Frozen 2... How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World. I don't know what number that is. Like 17. The Lion King and The Missing Link. I heard The Lion King sucked big. Yeah, I heard it was not good. Big balls. I feel like Toy Story is a lock vote here. Yeah, that's the only one I want to see in that list. Lock it in. Lock it in, Toy Story 4. Alright, now we're getting somewhere. Movie time. Movie time, baby. Best screenplay. Noah Baumbach for Marriage Story, Bong Joon-ho and Han jin won for Parasite, Anthony McCartan for The Two Popes, which we haven't seen yet, Quentin Tarantino Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Steve Zalian for The Irishman. I've seen four of these. I've seen two of those. The same two most people have probably seen. A lot of people have seen Marriage Story because it is a Netflix movie, and a lot of people are going to see The Two Popes because it's a fucking Netflix movie. Yeah, so there are th- you're right. there's three, net- we're going to talk streaming wars, there's three Netflix movies in here. Screenplay, huh? Screenplay. Mm. Now with movies, I feel like I'm wanting to lean more towards what I guess is actually going to win the screenplay. Or whatever the award is. Sure. Instead but, of just the one I like. Sure. But uh, you have to also keep in mind that the Hollywood Foreign Press is like nuts. Yeah. Well, who everyone knows that. God, I mean, parasite. Parasite's a foreign film. I don't know what. I don't know what that might play into the dis- decision here. I shit. Yeah, this is kind of I mean, tough. Hopefully, they got a good translation when they read the screenplay. That would be my first question. Do people read this fucking screenplay when they get the? or do they just watch the thing and they're like that was a great screenplay How the fuck would you know based on the the movie I, I don't mean, know this has never crossed my mind before I they have to read it it has to be like he's wearing blue and you're like oh he ends but up wearing blue or <laughs> <laughs> That's so th- really well written so this is a huge thing with marriage story on Twitter right now Is the people there's two there's two sequences in the movie there's one where Scarlett Johansson has this long monologue and people are like she's just Moving and talking without stopping. There's no cuts. And people are like, that's what you fucking do. Like, yeah. you're impressed, right? And, like, there's the, the obviously the big fight between her and Driver. And people are like, they and, like, there's, like, they're, like, scrolling the screenplay at the bottom of the screen. And people are like, they're saying everything that's written. And people are like, yeah. It's fucking, That's what you do. It's a buddy. fucking scripted movie. Like what the fuck? You think they're not improvising like, anything? You think people just freestyle movies? Like what the? People fuck? love to think that. They're like, oh, I ad-libbed all my lines. And the writers are like, what the fuck, bro? <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I, I, mean, shit. My pick for this is the two popes, actually, because it's the one thing I haven't seen, and it's probably it's gonna win. But I also think that a good bet would be Tarantino. That was what I was gonna go with because they love his screenplays. He's such a brilliant writer. That's the thing with that guy. Well, it isn't one of his there's things. There's a lot is, of there's a lot of conversation and stuff. Doesn't he have like a couple screenplay Oscars but no director Oscar? Yeah, that's like his thing. It's it? well, it's like a thing that the Oscars do where they're like you actually probably did the best job directing, so we're gonna give you the screenplay Oscar. But we're gonna give this dude who's never won one for yeah, director. Yeah, that's and Oscar. what Get Out got. Get Out yes. got the screenplay. It happens like all the time. Okay, so now um, we're moving. Goodwill Hunting got the screenplay. Sure. <coughs> so now we're moving in, Best Director, Motion Picture, Bong Joon-ho for Parasite, Sam Mendes for 1917. Me and Sam Mendes have the same birthday. Shout out. Todd S- Sam Mendes, if you're listening. <laughs> Dude, Todd... I fuck with, I fuck with Sam Mendes. Uh, directed the best King Lear NT Live thing I ever saw. Todd Phillips for Joker. It's is the first time I've ever seen Todd Phillips' face. Oh, boy. Martin Scorsese for The Irishman. Quentin Tarantino, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Hmm. My pick is Bong Joon-ho. I'm just gonna come out with it. I'm gonna go with the bong, too. Cause I feel like those three uh, big name ones, or you know, the Joker is is like a fucking, isn't it? Such it's a, a weird upset in all, gonna be this whole awards. season. Is that anyway. not like one of the most like weird, savage slaps in the face that we're like we're gonna nominate Todd Phillips for just aping Scorsese's movie in this shallow, stupid superhero way up against, no, no, no up against Scorsese, yeah. Also, Noah Baumbach, uh, notably not nominated for Marriage Story, but nominated for Screenplay. So he's definitely my pick to win the Oscar for Screenplay. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Uh, Sam Mendes, I the, I haven't seen this movie because it hasn't come out yet, but I know that that movie's supposed to be like a one-take crazy World War One movie. Cool. So, hidden cuts? Probably some hidden cuts, but it's supposed to kind of just be like one consecutive breath or whatever that's cool i dig that um so buying juno's our pick the person who i think should win this and this is gonna sound funny to anyone who knows me but i think the tarantino should probably win this award yeah i think yeah. the irishman i like the irishman better than once upon a time in hollywood and i liked parasite better than the irishman but i feel like in terms of what f- fucking goes on in that movie? I don't know. I don't know why I think that. I have not seen Parasite, but it seems like it's going to win something. Crusade, I mean, it seems like it's Parasite's gonna, lit. It seems <laughs> like it's really good. I've heard the scenario, and that's the kind of thing where I'm like, yeah, that's a brilliant, a brilliant conceit, you know. You would die for that movie. Yeah, you would die for that movie. All right, here we go. Here's a good one. Best performance by an actor in a supporting role. Tom Hanks. Beautiful day in the neighborhood. Haven't seen it. Ride for Hanks. Anthony Hopkins, The Two Popes. Al Pacino, The Irishman. Joe Pesci, The Irishman. Brad Pitt, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I think I know what our answers are. Uh, uh, I mean, I, I, know, I, I, know who we, I, I know who we both want to win. I don't know who we think is I going to I think we're to both win. torn. I'm torn. Who, what do you think? What do you think? Well, the person that, if I had a vote, I'd be, I'd be voting for Pacino. That's my first thought was Pacino. You think he's gonna win? But I was like, Brad Pitt was the other one, and I was like, eh, they might give it to him. I'm gonna go Pacino. It's these like, aren't these aren't entirely predictive of the Oscars always, but they sort of are. They're indicative. A little bit. Sure. I'm gonna go Pacino. You're gonna you're going with Pacino? Pitt's never won one, you know. A globe? An Oscar, and that's why. That's Those why these aren't the Oscars. I know, but they're but they're sort of they're indicative. <laughs> it's like the Seinfeld bit about the Oscars. Yeah, it's indicative. It's indicative, though. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. Correlation is not causation. So we're both picking Pacino here. Yeah, I'm gonna go Pacino. You want Pacino? Sure, I love it. This might My the guy's last hurrah for a globe. Sick. He had a fucking stroke. That's Walking not sick. Broke stroke. <laughs> you can't trust Millionaire's Kids. He's great in that movie. Best performance by an actress in a supporting role in any motion picture. <laughs> Kathy Bates for Richard Jewell. Annette Bening for The Report. Didn't see either of them. I watched The Report the other day. Annette Bening has a great wig. I want to see Richard Jewell, actually. That, I do, too. I remember that shit. Laura Dern for Marriage Story. Jennifer Lopez for Hustlers. And Margot Robbie for Bombshell, which comes out this week, and I can't fucking wait. Oh, to see we it. should go see that. Yeah, I do want to see that. Yeah, I do too. Uh, I missed Hustlers. That's one of the movies I really wanted. I, I really wanted to see. I've seen Marriage Story in The Report, and I what peop, the the buzz on Twitter and stuff is that Laura Dern has like the Oscar locked up. People think this is like Laura Dern all the way. I do love Laura Dern. I haven't seen Marriage Story yet, but and I'm she's good at it. I'm gonna give it to her since she got shafted on. On uh, Big Little Lies. Yeah, there was not enough Renata Klein, or at least not, like not the appropriate amount of Renata Klein. I'm going to I'm going with Dern. I think this is her thing to lose. All right, we're we're agreeing on most of these uh, movie ones now. Sure. Best performance by an actor in a motion picture, musical or comedy. This is we're gonna have a discussion here. I think Daniel Craig for Nine's Out. Roman Griffin Davis for Jojo Rabbit. This is the little kid in the movie. Huh. Leonardo DiCaprio, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Ah, that's counted as a musical comedy. Taron Edgerton for Rocket Man. Eddie Murphy, Dolomite is my name. Oh, that's I know. I I feel like that's got to be Murphy. I feel like DiCaprio. You don't think Di- I was gonna say DiCaprio until you said Murphy? Because I think Murphy might win an Oscar. I don't think that we're gonna get. We're gonna. I get think he's to, gonna get nominated. We're gonna get to that later. There's a that's that's tight stuff. I, how does DiCaprio? I, you know what? But you know what the shitty thing is is that I. Can, I was gonna I say s- DiCaprio until you said Murphy. But if we're talking about we're talking about the two people that deserve this award, I didn't see Rocket Man. I didn't see Jojo Rabbit. I saw Knives Out. I can totally see Daniel Craig winning this award, for doing a Frank Underwood impression. Didn't he say it was terrible though? I I did not like that movie did at all. Did like it? Yes, everybody loves it. Critics, okay, normal people. I'm curious, I want to see. The other one we never saw was the one about ready or not. <laughs> that's what it I know I hate it. Out. That's on that's on, on my yeah, those murder mysteries. My things. list my list of my list of misses. <coughs> so you go Murphy, I'll go DiCaprio, we'll hedge the bet there. Great. Okay. Loser buys drinks. Sure. Yeah, yeah, we'll tally him up and see who gets more. Best performance by an actress in a motion picture, musical or comedy. Anna Diarmas, *Knives Out*. Aquafina, *The Farewell*. Kate Blanchett, *Where'd You Go, Bernadette*? Directed by Linklater. Link uh, Beanie Feldstein for *Booksmart*. Emma Thompson for *Late Night*. I've I, only seen—I've seen two of these. I haven't seen any of those. Man, I haven't seen a damn thing. My my definite pick for who should win is fucking Beanie Feldstein for *Booksmart*. This is Jonah Hill's little sister. Oh, she yeah. You is, told me about that. She is fucking off the hook in that movie. She's so good. You want to go with that? No, I think that my pick to win is Aquafina. Is that the movie about her grandma? Yes. Okay, I bet she probably will. That's too. my pick to win. I want to see that. I do. I can't believe that I missed that one. I also I did want to see Where'd You Go, Bernadette because I do. I, it's Kate Blanchett and Linklater and Billy Crudup and I is like everything I want. Yeah, it's Linklater. The girl from Knives Out, she does do a good job, but I just. I just don't understand that movie. I just don't get it. Best performance by an actor in a motion picture drama. Christian Bale for Ford vs. Ferrari. Antonio Banderas for Pain and Glory. Adam Driver, Marriage Story. Joaquin Phoenix, Joker. Jonathan Price, The Two Popes. Dude, Joaquin Phoenix is gonna get nominated for a fucking Oscar, isn't he? Well, you know what? He didn't fucking get nominated for The Master, so... I think that the guy needs to be nominated i just i mean that movie i just can't ride for Uh, i haven't seen it still i I didn't see it i didn't see i didn't see ford versus ferrari but you know also like when this is the oscars dicaprio is probably gonna get pushed into this category and either christian bale or jonathan price is gonna get knocked out of this category yeah it's gonna be different it's gonna be different then because i don't think that ford versus ferrari blew up the way that i didn't i didn't see it he's always great okay same same again Christian Bale, Ford vs Ferrari, Antonio Banderas, Pain and Glory, Adam Driver, Marriage Story, Hakeem Phoenix, Joker, Jonathan Price, The Two Popes. I'm gonna go Driver. People are loving Driver. My mom said he he's great. She's okay. He does do he's great. He's good. I I, I need you to see this movie. Uh, I I'll we you can give a little thing on it when we're done. Sure. I loved Antonio Banderas in *Painting and Glory. I don't think there I mean it's there's no way he's gonna win for that, I don't think. But he's you want me to write that down? He should win. Okay, well I'm not gonna write I, that. I you one. know what? My pick for <coughs> for this who's gonna win this the Golden Globe is Hawking Phoenix. Okay. Even though Antonio Banderas gives a better performance than I think anyone gave all year. He's he's so good in that movie. I can't believe that counts as a drama. Alright. And now we got Best Performance by an Actress in a Motion Picture Drama. Cynthia Erivo, Harriet. I loved her in Widows. Scarlett Johansson, Marriage Story. Saoirse Ronan, Little Women. This is the only nomination that Little Ooh, Women... Ooh, we gotta see that. Little Women, I can't wait. I can't fucking wait. Uh, Charlize Theron for Bombshell. Mm. Apparently it is an eerie presence how dead on her Megan Kelly. Oh, really? Like the voice, the look. You just like think it's her. I was, say, I was gonna say I gonna say Little Women, but I'm gonna go Bombshell. Theron, I look forward to seeing it. I do too. I I seriously can't wait. I I'm gonna go with that as well. And you know what? This is this might be a little nitpicky in terms of uh, I we calling it a snub or not. Florence Pugh gets no love from Insomniac. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I realize it's like a weird she's, she's, art house horror movie. She's in. Little she's women, also in Little women. She's like the youngest one, though. I think she's... No, she's no. She's not. No, she's the... She's... Oh, God damn it, I can't remember their names. The youngest one is the fucking girl from Sharp Objects, which you need to watch. Okay, okay. Uh, She's the youngest one. Uh, I, I don't know. Forest Speed is fucking rules. She's in both of those movies. She also did the professional wrestling movie that I kind of wanted to see. Oh, she's in that? In Fighting With My Family, yeah. She's the girl. on the rock made? Yeah, I... Shouts to Florence, follow the Florence on Instagram. Florence, She's if you're funny. listening, we love you. You're you you the fucking best. All right, motion picture, musical or comedy. Dolomite is my name. Jojo Rabbit, Knives Out, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Rocket Man. I'm gonna go Hollywood. Me too. It's gotta be Hollywood, and that's why Murphy's gonna get. And that would And that's pro- and if I had a vote, I'd probably say that too. Even though I think the Dolomite. I'm trying to think of what my. Murphy's gonna get the actor, but Hollywood's gonna get the picture. That's, All right, that's my thinking. Moving up, best motion picture drama, *Marriage Story*, *The Two Popes*, *1917*, *The Irishman*, *Joker*. Why isn't *The Lighthouse* on there? <laughs> that's my first question. <laughs> the fuck is *The Lighthouse*? We can like maybe. wish' should... my love for *The Lighthouse* and *Midsummer*? <laughs> what the should... fuck? We should do a list of the things that we would dominate later. This is why we gotta get to Twitter. We'll figure it out. Sure. And then we can do polls. Mm hmm. And then we can have people tell us what to watch. I and love then we can, polls. And then we can be miserably watching some shit that Anytime they make someone us posts watch. a poll on Instagram or Twitter, even if I don't have an opinion on whatever it is, or if it's something highly personal that they're just being worried about, I vote on it no matter what. Because <laughs> I love to vote and see immediate results. Do you like to vote randomly? No. You're not that chaotic. I do make a decision. Based even, on your own feelings. Yeah, I even mean, if I don't have, even if I don't really have the info, I look at the two things in the category and I'm like, well. Sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, uh, I do like choice, but I hate babies. I mean, I, God. On this, the day of Trump's impeachment. You gotta read this list again. Marriage Story. The Two Popes, 1917, The Irishman, Joker. Yikes. Yeah. I yikes. agree, yikes. Yikes, yikes, None of these movies are in my top five on the year. I'm going to write down what I think is going to win. And then you um, going to show it to me? Yes. Okay, do that. That's what I think is going to win, too, and I think that's fucked. Yep. I don't even think we need to say what we think it is, because I think people know that it's just ridiculous, and I think that that is what's going to win. Just insert a little, like bike horn noise right now it's well put together <laughs> 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 the fuck out of here with that shit i cannot but you know okay for, okay we're, so we've done this oh, oh, at some point you and i are gonna have to see that fucking movie it's still in theaters i'm sure it is and so it's just going it's back to it mean, back to it and back to it i mean i don't think it's just them but i think it is a lot of them i don't know i don't fucking know I can't explain it. They raised an entire generation on those goddamn Marvel movies. I'm such an old man right now. Is that the end of the line?
1: That's that's,
0: that's the end of the awards. Yeah. Yikes! What a w- note to end on. I thought you. T- I thought you stopped. Something. We gotta sign off somehow. Yeah. What else do you want to talk about? I don't know. So we've gone through. We've gone through those. That was weird. That yeah. Was weird. We're gonna have to do that for the next big awards things. The Oxers. The Oscars are coming. Oh my god, the Oxers. The biggest award show of the year, ladies and gentlemen. Well, okay, so here's the thing that I guess this is just a question for you we can discuss out here on the air. Am I having fun? So we're going to, there's only like 13 more days in the year. True. Are we going to do one more podcast where we're kind of wrapping up the year? Are we going to do a year-end listicle pod? Can we call it a review with a U.E.? Ooh, I love that! Yeah, our year in review. I love it. So we can do that. We'll revisit our (coughs) our. Maybe we should do something different with the top shows. Not do top five. (coughs) Should we do like a hall, like the the Hall of Fame for the year, the. all TV first team, second team, the All Star team, <clears> the <all-star throat> team, All Stars of the Year. Ooh, yeah, it can be like one of those celebrity variety shows where they have like different guests come on. Ooh, so that's how we'll it'll well, be like, a review, but it's, it's like proper, our mu- it's our mutual team. Yeah, it's we'll not our we'll, respective team; it's our mutual. We'll team. We'll co-host it. Yeah. Ooh, I love sure. this. It'll so be, we'll it'll do be that Mike and, Mike and Christian's Christmas special, and one thing I think we should probably try to do. It's one of these nights when we're both, like, chilling out. It's like, you text me, and we'll both watch A Muppet Christmas Carol. <laughs> and then we can talk about our... That'll be part of our year in review. Oh, my God. I wish is, that we could... Is Muppet Christmas Carol. I wish that we could do a, a Muppet Christmas Carol revisited episode pod with our moms. <laughs> um, maybe I'll try to watch it with my family. It would be great to do something with our moms. Eventually. There's got to be Throw Mama from the Train, something like that, that we can watch with them. Something... Well... Well, everybody, it happened again. Technical difficulties plague us all the time. You hate to see it. You didn't miss much. I think we went on to discuss what the third season of Big Little Lies might be, so don't sweat. Uh, We'll be back after the holidays with our year in review and happy holidays to everybody.